from the Austin American Statesman. Mike, good afternoon. How you doing? Good guys, how y'all? Terrific. Hey, let, let's let's dive right into this. You're going to be covering the Austin FC. Talk a little bit about your passion for doing this and, and making the transition into uh, into covering uh, professional soccer. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a weird ride. I would have never predicted it 10, 15 years ago. I mean, I grew up in traditional football, basketball, baseball. You know, you played those kind of sports or whatever. I, I picked up soccer as a college student. I started really enjoying it. And then as a sports writer covering football around the state, uh, it was the perfect job for a sports writer. It was on during the day, uh, during weekdays, you know, like with the time change over from Europe and stuff, you could watch the best soccer in the world. Uh, while everybody else was working and you were at home just writing. So I picked it up there, and uh, when when it was offered to me, as somebody who was from Austin, I, I know that's becoming rarer and rarer these days, but as somebody who is from Austin, uh, it was an opportunity to cover our first ever major league sports franchise and something I couldn't really pass up. What are, what are you – I mean, just kind of give me your – your your hopes for this i i know you're going to cover it but what are what are your your thoughts and your hopes for this for this franchise initially as they get started yeah i mean i think the city uh was ready to gravitate towards something they could consider their own you know austin when i was growing up uh was just a college town for the most part everybody who was there either our parents went to texas or they went to texas you know there was a tie uh to ut somewhere that's not as true anymore with so many people moving into Austin, moving into Central Texas in general, um, from out of state, from, from different parts of the state. There's not as much tie to UT to where there's a lot of people inside the city uh, that don't feel like they have something to really root for. Well, Austin FC um, is going to have the city, uh, you know, on their jerseys, you know, frankly. And then, you know, on Saturday, tomorrow afternoon, uh, on Fox, you're going to be able to watch Austin play against a team from Los Angeles. That's just not something um, that you could do previously. I mean, the closest we had to that were the Round Rock Express, the Texas Stars, uh, nothing that was Austin-related. So I think the city's ready for it. I think it's going to be um, exciting. Now, if that lasts a few years or if this is a fad, I think that probably depends on the success of the team. I don't know what realistic expectations are in year one. Uh, but right now they have everybody's attention, and if they play uh, an exciting brand and if they win some games, I think the city uh, you know, tunes in and watches it, and I think that's good news for me, for me if that happens. Mike, and I mean, Austin's one of the few places in Texas that actually embraces diversity and inclusion for people of all walks of life. Does that lifestyle make soccer the perfect game to, to build a professional uh, organization around? I mean, I think so. We have a, a huge Latin population in Austin. Um, it's only getting more diverse and diverse every single year. Um, you know, I, I've done a, a little bit of, like, following the supporters groups and stuff, and, and a lot of it's done, um, you know, in Spanish. That's so not even, you know, so the band that's going to be, uh, like, you know, the supporters groups that are going to bring the drums and, and throw the flares and all that kind of stuff, that band's called La Merga. You know, so it's going to be a, a very Latin, uh, Spanish-influenced squad, and I think that speaks to, um, like you said, the diversity of the city and the acceptance of that diversity. I mean, I, I think this, the club has really um, embraced that. Their two hashtags on social media are Verde and Listos, you know, so I, I think it's something that they're behind, something that they understand, and something that they're leaning into. If you look at MLS, you know, just Major League Soccer viewership, uh, a decent amount of it comes from uh, Spanish-only speaking households. So uh, it is something that Austin should embrace, and I think that they have. 
And as far as the team itself, how have the players bought into Coach Wolf and what made him the right man to lead this team? So the owner of Austin FC is named Anthony Precourt, and previously he owned uh, the Columbus Crew. For the Columbus Crew, the head coach over the last part of his ownership was Greg Berhalter, who's now the U.S. Men's National Team coach. His assistant coach was Josh Wolf. And so they had already had a relationship, you know, and so I think when Precourt was able to get the Austin team, it was, it was a great opportunity for him. So the connection was there, and I think the players are buying in. You know, Josh is a younger guy. I think he knows how players communicate from this generation. He plays an exciting brand of soccer. He wants to score. He wants to attack. So I think, you know, all players in all sports like to play offense and, and go score goals. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think so far it's been good. However, it, it's a honeymoon stage, right? Like nothing bad has mm-hmm. happened yet. Uh, that may change Saturday. 4-0 happens. Who knows? You know, so, uh, you know, right now everything's been rosy. Uh, check back in a month, and, and we'll see if uh, that's still true. Alex Ring's going to be the captain for this inaugural match. What has helped him earn the honor? And as you mentioned, as he mentioned, what this means to him at all? Uh, you know, I, I think soccer, like all sports, has positions that are a little bit more important or maybe valuable than others. Uh, and soccer, the central uh, or the defensive midfielder position, is pretty important. It's kind of like a, a cross between quarterback and middle linebacker. You're that kind of real you know, captain of the defense to kind of organize. And you're also, you know, responsible for starting the attack and being a good passer. So I think his position has a lot to do with it. He was a captain at his previous club. Uh, He's in his prime age-wise. He's 29 years old. So I think it's somebody that they see as a building block for this team for the next few years. And for all those reasons, he was the obvious choice. And speaking of that first game, it's going to come against the LAFC. And one of their vulnerabilities seems to be goalkeeper. How do you see Austin FC taking advantage of them at the net? Yeah, I mean, so far, Austin FC has scored. They played two scrimmages against MLS competition, and, you know, they scored multiple goals in both of them. I I think both teams are similar. They can go score goals. They have some international guys up front who are high-priced and are paid to score goals and are going to do so. Uh, they're a little lacking in the in the back end, and um, so I think it could be a high-scoring game. Which for a lot, you know, a lot of people who are going to tune in Saturday, especially in the Austin market, this may be the first time they really watch soccer. Mm. I doubt we get a zero-zero game. I think I think we're going to get one of those three to four, five to two type games and stuff. So it should be exciting for the casual viewer. Hey man, enjoy it. Uh, keep up the great coverage, and I appreciate you jumping on with us. I appreciate it.